Yes, you are in. All right. For those that have been complaining, this podcast hasn't been deep enough lately. Oh, I got deep for you. Super deep. Super deep challenge. Quite a reflection. In fact, I'll call it a mic drop. And ironically, the Fry Dudes were just talking about giving and how much to give and how to give. And this was perfect timing. This message came across. Francis Chan works his way back. And yeah, wow. This is, well, I'll let you judge it. For the deep, here you go. I'll look in the mirror for you. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on. And hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. And I bet that in this room, some of you are having a hard time with what Corey and Megan are doing. And you think that's just not wise. You're two young kids, you're going to go out there and other people's... Some of you will look at this 14-year-old kid that's writing for support and, and his family leaving to the Philippines. You're going to just, that's just not wise. And why are you taking your teenage kid out there? Some of you would look at the 13-year-old girl and go, yeah, you know, she's just telling people about Jesus on her camp. That's just, you know, you're just preaching to people and, and people don't like... Some of you look at a, a seven-year-old girl and go, 450 bucks, she doesn't understand yet. And so her parents should make her keep the money. And I, and I know but, and I know this because, and this is the part that I say share, but I, I believe God wants me to, and I believe it's good for you. Uh, some of you have disagreed with me for years about finances. I've been pastoring here for 15 years. 15 years, okay? And... And I remember when I started the church and people disagreed with me. They, they said, you know, you really should take a salary. And I go, no, you know what? God always works things out and it'll be okay. And uh, so we didn't take a salary for a little while. And I said, you know, my wife can work. And, uh, and she, she, she's excited to do it. She's been working and she's okay with it. And, you know, wants to support that way. And then, then we started, you know, taking a little money from the church. And you took like $1,000 a month or something. And it's like... People are like, oh, you know, that's just not fair. You should take more. You should take more. I, I know we, we just do things differently and I, I, we'll be okay. God's going to provide all of our needs. In fact, I, we give away most of the thousand bucks. And, you know, and then I, I start taking a, a, a full salary, you know, it was three grand a month. And my, my wife would just, you know, she didn't have to work anymore because we're having kids and stuff like that. And, and we we're fine. We we're totally fine. And we we're giving. Everything was good. And everyone just kept going. I don't think that's wise. I really think you should save and not, uh, not uh, live off so little. But I'm like, we're really fine. We're okay. I, I like Top Ramen. I don't know. I, I seriously, I grew up on it. I like it. You know, and, and we're happy. I go, we're a happy family. And I, I think everything's going to be taken care of in the future. And we just keep giving and giving and giving. And, and uh, we start making some money. And, and people just keep disagreeing, going, well, I don't think you should do that. I think that's giving a little bit too much. We've never given less than 10%, you know, and we just kept wanting that number to climb every year. And we're like, let's try giving 20%. Let's try giving 25%. let us try 30 Let's try 50%. Um, this year, we're going to be given about 90% of our income. That, that's, how, that's how much we're making now. That's crazy. I'm not even taking a salary from the church. Um, just through speaking, through the book. You realize this year, I'm, I'm going to make about half a million dollars this year. Okay. 
And now, now people hear that and they go, yeah, I don't know if you should really give it away. I, I don't know if you should really give that all away. I mean, I, I don't think it's prudent. I think it's prudent. And, and I guess my question to you, will there ever come a point when you finally look at my life and go, maybe he's on to something. Because I'm not making half a million this year. Like, like is there ever? I, I'm just curious. Like, what do, you know, what, what do I need to make and give away before you finally go, maybe there is something about this God he's talking about. And maybe he really is content without money. And maybe God really does take care of your future. And maybe what the psalmist said of, yeah, I was young, but now I'm old and I've noticed something. God always takes care of those who just give freely. You see, I'm not that old. I mean, I'm, to some of you, I'm ancient. I'm 41. And to others, you call me a kid, which is really weird. But uh... Wow. Mike drop. Absolutely, mic drop. That blew me away. That just happened to be in my YouTube queue as the Fry Dudes were talking on this very subject. Um, hey, thank you once again to Francis Chan, first of all. Personally, I only know of two preachers on this earth that claim to give 90% of their earnings away. And that's Francis Chan and Rick Warren. And some of you, including me, question 10%? <laughs> Can we possibly do 10%? Oh, all right. Skeptics, I'm going to get to you in a little bit. But even the believers that are skeptic on this front, I'm with you. So hear me out. Looking back, I grew up as an 80s kid in suburbia. A lot like those 80s movies and God forbid if I say it, Netflix, Stranger Things, without the Hawkins Laboratory and weirdness. But I grew up, I grew up comfortable, definitely. And uh, I grew up fearing the Soviets and a nuclear strike. We practiced sheltering that versus shootings. But here's where 80s kids, this will resonate, especially the skeptics on the money front. I also grew up fearing TV evangelists. And that may sound a bit crazy. Yeah, I grew up in the church. Um, I grew up with God-loving and Jesus-loving parents. Uh, when it came to the TV evangelists, I still don't trust them. Um, so many fallen within that group where money became the center. And the most notorious may be Jim and Tammy Faye Baker and, okay, pump the brakes. I know. Again, I get to work in just about every week. Romans 3.23, you know I'm flawed. We talked about that. We'll get to my dirt in a little bit. We are all flawed. I'm just explaining where my guard goes up and just know you are normal if your guard goes up. And when you see someone that is a full-time preacher riding the ties and the giving and converting it into mansions and private jets. Because honestly, if I've read the Bible enough now, maybe you have, hopefully versed ones, you should be sticking with this. You have read the Bible, and you know that's not how Jesus lived. And on the flip side, you have a, and a Francis Chan, well, I should say, on that side, you have a Francis Chan, Rick Warren, also flawed, yet living on 10%. That is fascinating to me. And if you are versed, if you call yourself a believer, this is a looking in the mirror moment. And for me too, 
this isn't, I'm not preaching. I'm more in awe. Like I'm like, holy cow. I, I, I have some more work to do and it's so much later in life, but Hey, there's always room for improvement. So what do you truly need to be happy? And if you really believe in Jesus and you're versed, then you know this exchange that comes from Mark 10, 17 through 31. This is the New Living Translation. And it starts at 17. As Jesus was started, started out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all those commandments since I was young. Pause there, by the way. He's feeling pretty good about himself, right? He's built himself up, but Jesus knew. Jesus knew. Anyway, 21, looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There's still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions. Give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this, at this, the man's face fell. and He went away sad for he had many possessions. And you listen to this pause. I guarantee you feel it, right? Think about your 401k, think about your home. That's a, that's an amazing ask. Uh, but Jesus then looked around his disciples, this is 23, and said, how hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? And this amazed them. But Jesus said again, dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Uncomfortable. All right, look in the mere moment. I, confession, I was terrible at giving and savings. I wasn't even a miser. <laughs> I, I was spending issue, but I, uh, that's a lethal combination. So maybe you're not so good at giving. Maybe you're really good at savings. And again, picking on me, if you like dirt, all that dirt can be found during the Every Marriage is Flawed series that's back. You basically find the bulk of it in summer of 21. I think it was chapter 9 and 10 and 11, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm i not even sure. Anyway, if you want, dig. You can, you can hear that story and where things went sideways. Okay. For you, though, that are really good at savings and you're debating the giving. So are you even giving 10%? All right. If you are, great, great. Feeling good about yourself. Okay. That's, that's, that's not bad. Would you go for 11% in 23 and just see what happens? And maybe, just maybe, you'll also do something incredible and get to 90% and not have a worry in the world. And just like me, I, I bet you have some work to do. But Pastor Rick Warren says, you can't outgive God. He's tested it and he's proven it. And I best listen to him. I think he and Francis are great examples of it. And as for most likely you, indefinitely me, we have more giving 
to do. All right, lastly, where can you find that nugget? If you want to dig in deeper on that, um, I actually found that one. That one was on YouTube, as I mentioned before. It's on the Crazy Love channel. It's entitled Francis Chan, What Do You Need to Be Happy? And actually, that excerpt came from minute uh, 3620 through about 4020. As we wrap, you know, going back to that rich man and who's doing all the things right. It's interesting on that one, you know, that there's Matt 22, 36 through 40, where Jesus was asked, what are the two greatest commandments? Of all the commandments, we're trying to do everything right. If we're trying to do everything right, um, the two most important ones is love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Loving, you know, that means the ones you disagree with, etc. You've heard me say that many times. Galatians says we're set free. We're not. We're, we're not tied to law. Uh, we're set free in Jesus Christ. Um, to be living in Christ, right? So, I, I just everything else you're trying to do, including the giving, it, it that all these laws, it, it it all hangs on those two, the first two. So I just, I'm sensing some of you may be wrestling with this. And as I wrestle with it too, I just, I just, again, I love the example. I think um, Francis and Rick have gone where most of us never probably ever will get to, but it is an amazing story an amazing testimony and definitely something to push you when in doubt, give a little more, test it. Ending on a prayer note, if you're able, bow your head Heavenly Father, Father God, thank you for this listener. Thank you for, I believe they're listening to this on, for a reason and on purpose, and maybe it was shared with someone else to help encourage them as well. Or they're questioning this very thing. Thank you for this answer. Thank you, Jesus, for your words. Thank you for living, breathing examples such as Rick Warren and Francis Chan. They're doing this. I know they're not perfect. I'm not trying to put them too high on a pedestal. You're the one that's perfect, Lord. And I'm just learning. I'm humbly learning those that are implementing your advice, implementing your living, breathing guide, your word, your owner's manual for life, the Bible, the amazing stuff, the amazing things that you can do, Lord. It blows me away. Lord, forgive me when I have been wasteful. Thank you for forgiving me. Forgive me when I haven't been giving properly. And thank you for putting my heart. Thank you for the chance that I've been able to improve that just in the last few years. And thank you for the more peace that I feel. But I'm still navigating things, Lord. You know, I've had to lean on others for help too. So thank you for those that have been able to help me and guide me. And I pray the same for this listener, Lord. Uh, work through them, Lord tug on them. Where do they need to be giving more? Where could they be eating less more? Where could they be contributing and even serving and loving more? In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen.